It is Wednesday, the twelfth of uh, the twelfth of June, two thousand and twenty-two. And uh, in our series, Reflections on the Holy Quran, this is broadcast number two hundred and ninety-two. These days. We are looking at chapter 2 verse 97 of the Holy Quran and this is uh, our sixth broadcast in which we are dealing with this chapter, this verse of the Holy Quran. Just to remind you that uh, these broadcasts are brought to you by the Lahore India community, which was created by Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed. And he taught us that although other people want to bring a prophet after the Holy Prophet Muhammad, some a new prophet, some an old prophet, but the Holy Quran says that the Holy Prophet Muhammad was Khatamun Nabiyin and the Holy Prophet explained it by saying there is no prophet after me. So now neither an old prophet nor a new one shall come to the world. Prophethood has absolutely ended. <coughs> but the Holy Prophet also explained that um, Times will come when reform will be needed. And he explained that when reform is needed, then at that time um, God will send Mujaddadeen, reformers, renovators of religion. And of course, when such a person comes and says to you that, you know, uh, this conclusion that you've drawn is wrong or uh, what you're doing is wrong, then a difference of opinion will arise. But the Holy Prophet saw this. And Hazrat Mughal pointed out that people are quick to uh, jump to conclusions and start calling each other heretics and kafirs and so on, which is wrong because the Holy Prophet Muhammad forbade it. And he said that if one 
reciter of the kalima says to another reciter of the kalima that uh, you're not a Muslim, you're a heretic. It, it's the person saying it <coughs> who becomes a heretic. Hazrat Mujahid also taught us that uh, although people believe that uh, some prophetic revelation like Surah Walayat or Ayah Rajam are missing from the Holy Quran, God said he has revealed the Holy Quran and he will guard it. So nothing is missing from the Holy Quran. And further that people say that the verses of the Holy Quran are abrogated. No verse of the Holy Quran was, is or ever shall be abrogated. And most of all, as the Sahib explained that Jihad is a duty of every Muslim. <clears throat> but Jihad is defined by the Holy Prophet Muhammad. The Holy Prophet Muhammad when returning from fighting said Muslims were returning from the minor Jihad to the major Jihad. And then went on to explain that the major Jihad, the major struggle is to subdue, subdue your own desires and emotions. That is much harder than fighting an external enemy. So let's turn to the, uh, the topic for today. As I said, we continue with chapter 2, verse 97, and it says, A'udhu billahi minash Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Qul man kana adun Baina yadaihi wahudan wa bushraanil mu'min Say, whoever is an enemy to, to Gabriel, Jibreel, for surely he revealed to your heart by Allah's command. Verifying that which is before it and a guidance and glad tidings for for the believers. And uh, yesterday we uh, looked at uh, the word Musaddikan and uh, Lima is uh, a connecting word, 
So today we look at Baina. So let us turn to my notes on the computer <coughs> and uh, looking at the wrong thing here. That's better. The word, it's a triliteral root, is Ba, Ya and Noon. And in total, we find it in the Holy Quran 523 times, the words made from this root. And we find 13 words made from this root in the Holy Quran. 266 times we have the word Bain and 119 times we have the word Mubin and uh, 71 times Bayinat and uh, 35 times as Bayyun and uh, 18 times the Bayyana and uh, the others are other occurrences are uh, fewer some three times some once only and it means to make clear, to clarify, to explain, to become clear, to make clear, to become clear, uh, etc. But it also stands for, it's a, what you might call, location adverb, which means it tells you where. So in between, in front, and uh, so on. Uh, between you, between them, etc. So, uh, uh, <coughs> if you look at that, and means in between two things. And uh, some people say, that means in the middle. So it's in the middle that it, in the sense that it's in between. It's not in the middle in the sense that it's halfway. You know, two things are, um, I don't know, three feet apart. Then this is one and a half feet. It doesn't mean that maybe one foot closer to one and compared to the other to the other, but it's still in between them. And uh, as the early Quran says, chapter 18, verse 32, بَيْنَهُمَا And between them was created zara uh, cultivation. And uh, so it also sort of means that two things are 
separated. If something else is between two things, they are separated. Um, for example, the verse uh, that says Lakad Takatta Abainakum, chapter 6, verse 95. Oh, today, your mutual relations, relationships are cut. So, something's come in between the relationship. Uh, <coughs> Uh, and the verse Yomala Yamfao Malum Wala Banun, chapter 26, verse 88, uh, shows this as well because its uh, translation is that on that day neither your wealth will profit you nor your sons. So, will be cut off. There will be something in between you and whatever those resources are, your wealth, your money, your connections and uh, so on. Um, <clears throat> and further on, in chapter 49 verse 1, the Quran says, La tuqaddimu bayna yadayillahi wa rasooli. So, in reply to something, don't butt in before God or, or before Allah or His prophets or uh, again coming in between فَقَدِّمُ بَيْنَ يَدَيْ نَجْوَاكُمْ Sadaka, chapter 58 verse 12 so before you say whatever it is give some sadqa give some charity so in between you and asking something is that charity that's intervening But it, it comes in uh, with another meaning between it. It's not always uh, physically coming in between uh, two things. For example, chapter 38, verse 22. So, that says, you decide between uh, yeah, yourself and uh, us. So, someone is being asked to come in between, to intervene. So, when it says in between, it also means an intervention. Such as wa in kana min qawmin baynakum wa baynahum mithaqun. Chapter 4 verse 97. And if the person who's been killed belongs to a tribe, to a people who have a peace treaty with you, between you and them is there, there is a peace treaty. Baynakum. 
between them. So, <clears throat> but I mean, obviously, uh, it comes in various ways. For, for example, in chapter 41, verse 5, we're talking about something physical. Up there, it wasn't something physical. I mean, just as is, isn't something physical. But here, Chapter 41, verse 5. And there is a hijab between you and us. Now, that, that hijab can actually be physical and that can be sort of metaphorical as well. Uh, because earlier on, when the verse said, between us, do justice, that, that's, you know, justice is nothing physical. But you could say that they're asking someone else to intervene and that is uh, physical. But then if you look at this verse, chapter 20, verse 58 of the Holy Quran, which says, Faj ali bainaka mawida. You know, set a time between us. Now, I guess you could say that, you know, uh, in Einstein's theory, he said that uh, time is a physical thing. It's a, a dimension, the fourth dimension. But uh, we're not discussing that here. For our purposes, time is not something that is physical. Uh, <clears throat> in the same way, uh, God says in chapter 19, verse 64, And whatever is in front of us and whatever is behind us. So we are in between. Uh, or uh, in chapter 36, verse 9, and we built a wall in front of them and built a wall behind them. So here this is clearly something physical. You're in between, this is, these people are in between and on either side there is a there is a wall. Uh, <clears throat> Chapter thirty four verse thirty one says Bakalazina Kafaru Lanumina Lihazal Qurani Vala Bilazi Baina Yadai Chapter thirty four verse thirty one and uh, the unbelievers, they say, we will, we do not believe in uh, any revealed book. We do not believe in this Quran, the Hazel Quran, and we won't believe in the books which have been revealed before this. 
تو بلزی بینا یدائی ہے سو بینا یدائی ہی دیٹ مینس انٹرسٹنگ ورس فتق اللہ و اصلی خوزات بینی کو چیپٹریٹ ورس ون فیر اللہ اینڈ لیو ٹوگیدر ان پیس فتق اللہ ہیز بین ٹرانسلیٹڈ ان دیز نوٹس ایز فیر اللہ آئی ڈیس اگری with that that uh, Allah's taqwa is being afraid of uh, Allah being he, he is not uh, some kind of uh, dictator that we should fear but that's uh, a discussion for another day uh, but the point was here Bainikum uh, is being used to uh, indicate relationships between relatives and uncles and aunts and brothers and sisters and so on. And it, it's very interesting, uh, you know, uh, that uh, God here is asking us to respect our relationships. Now, one way in which we can respect relationship, relationships is by doing justice with those relatives, by helping those relatives who need help. And I find it, uh, you know, uh, amusing and sad at the same time that the countries in which there is such a human cry about implementation of the Sharia, Why doesn't the government make a law that implements Sharia? And people go on and on and on about that. And I find it odd that, um, you know, these things are said in the Quran and we ignore them. But if some parliament or some people write it in a man-made book of law, then we respect it. Here Allah is telling us to respect <clears throat> our relationships. And if you're not going to help the relatives or do justice to them, then obviously that relationship has no value, no worth in our eyes. So if you take that, this argument further, then There are many countries in which when parents die, the girls don't, don't inherit anything. They're deprived of their inheritance, although the Holy Quran clearly states that girls have a share of the, of the inheritance. So how are you respecting your relationship with your sisters if uh, you're depriving them 
of what God has granted them. And if God writing this in the Holy Quran doesn't affect you, then what difference would it make if some worldly government wrote it in their constitution or their law or whatever? You know, I mean, uh, an example would be that uh, red light universally means stop. And in Pakistan, for example, the light is red and no one cares. People keep on driving straight through. But that's written in, a, in, in, in uh, the Pakistani law. So why don't you obey that? And what guarantee is there that some other law that is written in the Pakistani constitution or civil or penal code that you will obey that? There is none. It depends on the general sort of attitude. People can always find a way to get around things. <clears throat> there is a whole field called Hila that people are actually taught in madrasas. What does it mean? It means how do you get round the Sharia? the legal rules and regulations of Sharia. And there are many examples and I don't want to uh, go into, uh, into them. But uh, what respect do you have for the Holy Quran if you're going to create a whole field of study with the object of uh, finding excuses to get uh, around the law. So, <clears throat> this word also means to make known clearly. For example, in chapter 6, verse 55, it says, وَلِتَسْتَبِينَ سَبِيلُ الْمُجْرِمِينَ so that uh, um, the path of the sinners is clearly visible. Or in chapter 2 verse 256, That guidance has, is clear. And it's distinguished what is wrong from what is right. So chapter 3 verse 118 And I have, we have, God says, we have clearly, we have clearly read out to you 
our messages. Chapter 63, verse 63. lakum ba'dallazi and some things where you disagree or differ so that I may clearly explain them to you. Bayana tell you, explain to you. And this is is uh, uh, expression is comes occurs in the Holy Quran in many places. Chapter sixteen, verse thirty nine, for example, says, um, <coughs> So that things where you disagree, they're clearly explained to you. And uh, so uh, this also means, the word also means to clearly describe, openly, so that everyone can understand. And in Arabic that's called Al-Bayan and in Urdu it's also called Bayan. Uh, <coughs> So uh, there's a lot of discussion about uh, the definition of bayan. Can it, can it be uh, uh, through both tongue and in writing, or can it just be in writing and so on and so forth? But um, uh, it means to clearly explain something. For example, God says in chapter 67, verse 26, Nazirum Mubin. Clearly, He warns you. Clearly, explains to you the consequences of your actions. Clearly. Um, and in uh, Another place, chapter 16, verse 44, it says, وَأَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكَ الزِّكْرَ لِتُبَيِّنَ لِلنَّاسِ مَا نُزِّلَ إِلَيْهِمْ And we send you the book. Why? So that uh, God's guidance is made clear to you. There's no doubt remains in what God wants people to uh, to do and how he wants them to behave. So with that we come to the uh, end of today's broadcast and I take my leave of you with the prayer that uh, whoever you are and wherever you may be, may Allah protect you from harm. Assalamu alaikum. Khuda Hafiz and goodbye.